This podcast brought to you by Earthlink. It's Tuesday, March 7th, 2006. I'm Tom Merritt. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Veronica Belmont. Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, CNET's podcast of indeterminate length, episode number 180. Whoa. You can't see it, but Molly had one e- hand over her ear like an old-time radio announcer. <laughs> I, did, I did. I don't know why. <laughs> I was doing that little Madonna thing where I was like, I can hear myself inside my head. Coming it makes up, me sing better. I hear other people inside my head. Oh. When you hold your hand to your ear or just all <laughs> Let's the time? Talk. You know what? It's because they're sliding. My, head, my earphones are sliding off today. Coming up, we'll take a look at the origami. We'll show you how to program your TiVo from a Verizon cell phone. Yes. And we'll have an 8 gigabyte hard drive cell phone that plays music. But first... More news on Molly's tiny head. <laughs> Google has acquired Molly's head. <laughs> Google G Drive. This is so interesting. Apparently some notes from a future Google presentation of some sort leaked onto the web. PowerPoint which, problem. Dun, dun, dun which indicated that Google is looking forward to the day when they can, with infinite storage, house all user files, including emails, web history, pictures, bookmarks, etc., and make it accessible from anywhere, any device, any platform, and once more, etc. Too many etc. in that PowerPoint, yeah, I'll tell I you that. I hear privacy advocates all over the world screaming in agony. Well, you the would... thought of not only being able to... Google being able to search their private data, like with Google Desktop, but now yeah. like storing well, their stuff. Presumably, you would choose to do it. They would. Well, just yeah, suck I know they would make you, you do it. it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, what? How is it different from Yahoo Briefcase or iDrive or any of these other backups? Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Just, I'm everybody... not saying. I'm just saying. You're not saying, but you are just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm not just saying. saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, no. I mean, this basically just yeah. People obviously instantly freak out about this and go, "Google's totally evil, and they want to take all your data." And blah. blah. You know what? I want this. I'm stoked. I have said this many times. I totally want this. It I needs want to, to have be... proper privacy and security options. Sure. Oh, so does your home computer. <laughs> exactly. I, I, absolutely. That's the point right there. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when you connect your own computer to the net, it's probably less secure than a drive connected through Google. Right. Except the difference is Google has your data, so you have to trust Google. That's the only thing you have to get over. Mm-hmm. And isn't you know? that the real question we're all asking these days? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that definitely that is the question is, do I trust Google? But you know what? Do you trust any company? I mean, consider, what do you trust your bank? Look at the information I that know. your bank has, including your money. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, it's, but the banks are under a pretty stringent centuries-old legislation Oh, come on, Pretend. but they're, okay, how about their tendency to accidentally lose that, people's accounts numbers? Like, yeah, but they, in they, get in a world, they get in a world of hurt when that stuff yeah, happens, right. whereas Google wouldn't necessarily have any repercussions. You just kind of have to hope that they would not want to do that. Well, and, and it's possible that there would be some sort of restrictions that came into play once companies started doing something like this, because I do think that this is kind of the wave of the future. I mean, I, you know, I obviously have been a big proponent of the return of terminal computing. Like, I love this idea, the idea that anywhere, I always say this, anywhere I am, that's where I am. Right. That's where all my stuff is. I don't have to take... A thin client. Yeah, I don't even... You know what? Take your origami and stuff it. I'm just going to go to some, like internet cafe computer and boom there's all my stuff actually i'd probably take my origami though because the internet cafe computer seems to me to be even say, a bigger security the origami risk. is actually the better better companion to it this is. sort of thing right where you have this little tablet that you just take everywhere and hooks up to the internet and then you got all your stuff on a g drive yeah. and so you don't have to store everything uh, yeah. on it yeah i like it works pretty well apparently um the the story in the wall street journal about this today actually has a little bit more information um more of a quote which is um Google CEO Eric Schmidt saying, telling analysts last week that Google wants to, quote, be able to store everybody's information all the time <gasps> at analyst day. 
they send that. <laughs> what? I, here's the, the big most elephant. fun day ever. Mm-hmm. Infinite storage. <laughs> Yes. Where do you get off saying infinite storage? There's no such thing as infinite storage. There's really huge storage. Oh, they didn't There's say infinite storage. enough storage oh, no, did, to actually. store everybody's <laughs> stuff, possibly. Because oh, mm-hmm. Google has all that, what, what everything, yeah, apparently. Yeah, dark but, fiber and the whatnot. But it ain't infinite. Trucks full of terabytes. Um, yeah, I, well, maybe that's their next invention. Infinite storage. <laughs> I used to know these people who had a stove, and it went like, you know, 200 degrees, 300 degrees, and infinite then it went infinite. Stovage. And we infinite always would say, yeah, <laughs> it was infinitely hot. Watch Don't out. Turn the heat up that far. Infinitely hot. Anyway, I think this goes hand in hand with a rumor that I saw on <laughs> blogcritics.org. Uh, Scott McNeely apparently going to resign. What makes people wonder is Google going to buy Sun Microsystems? Which would go with Wait, the thin clients. Google's stuff. buying exactly. the Sun? This Google. is going no, to. Oh, Sun Microsystems, <laughs> Veronica. They can use the solar energy to power all their servers. <laughs> Google. Infinite, infinite storage. storage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Brilliant. Google to no, harness no, the power no. of the sun, literally. Oh, you mean the sun company? I mean the, com- the company. Oh. These are the people who have been pushing terminal computing since before I was knee yeah. high to a duck. Yeah. <laughs> you ducks and, have knees. And that was a big duck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this would indeed give Google the hardware entree into their uh, massive storage, infinite storage plan. Meanwhile, mm. massive storage for a cell phone seems to be eight gigabytes. Because that really, gigabytes. when you start thinking about cell phones, that's pretty massive. It's we bigger were than a nano. just complaining yesterday about cell phones not having enough storage and not really being an MP3 player. And then Samsung comes and says, ha ha, we have the SGH i310. It'll pack eight gigabytes of storage and run Windows Mobile 5. The Ooh. other uh, holds and, more songs than an iPod now. And they're like hoping, yeah, they're hoping it will take off with music fans. Well, it's also interesting because the other thing we were talking about yesterday was not just that they didn't have enough storage, but that people don't really want to do this that much. That most people don't seem to want. Because one thing is like, I want dedicated buttons. What like we all said was we want phone, a music player that can also make calls versus a. Uh, phone well, that plays music we said that would be the better convergence device right. but i think i recall saying i don't think I'm, I'm not sure i even want that because one of the main places i use my mp3 player is the gym mm. i don't really i mean i can't see my trio strapped to my arm while i'm running along on the treadmill you know that just seems a little dangerous and this, i don't know how much this this sgh <laughs> i310 is gonna cost well, how about thing. an origami strapped to your back you <laughs> know no but today on the way to work i came up with just what i want the origami to be what? so you know i wanted to have the built-in cell phone calling capabilities bluetooth mm-hmm. with bluetooth headset even though that's not all the way there yet and bluetooth is still kind of crap and that's the big secret about those headsets is that they don't work too well but they should but then it would also have a detachable docked mp3 player the size of a shuffle so basically just a little docked flash drive that would stick on the side of the origami. And so then you just load it up with your music, you undock it, you get your little accessory, and off you go to the gym. <gasps> Love it. Apparently Intel has been showing off the origami, and me. we will talk about the specs on that when we come back. Do you believe anything is possible? At Earthlink, we do. We believe the same company that delivers your lightning-fast DSL connection can deliver your home phone service and wireless service too. One company for all your communication needs. Visit earthlink.net and start believing today. Earthlink, we revolve around you. Now, but is this the origami? It's an origami-like device. Is it the or it is, origami? Or it is a tablet at the center of the origami project, depending on what sentence you read. Right. <laughs> or it is just happens to be an ultra-mobile PC that's running the Windows XP variant that's being used for origami. It seems most likely that this is an origami device. But is that just dumb planning? 
what is like what you, dumb plan <laughs> like you uh, by microsoft like you you hype this thing you get all excited and you're like we're gonna release details on march 9th but then here on march 7th intel's gonna show off the uh oh it the doesn't, origami it like doesn't, that's well, just so weird it doesn't really look i'm looking back at the pictures from engadget which are also stills taken from the video that was floating around yeah. from the marketing thing and it doesn't, it looks, it, the buttons aren't the same, but then again, we don't know if that was just a prototype used in the video and right. in the stills, so we don't know if it's actually, you know, this could be what we're looking at. Yeah. It doesn't look as slick as it should if if what's on news.com is what the actual device is. Well, no, this, apparently the, this is the device they showed off today. The device that they have pictures of is Intel's, at Intel's developer conference, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's unclear, by the way, even if this is going to be a shipping model. Mm-hmm. Like, this could just be a total prototype as in, like, Look what we could do. What? Well, and that's the idea. <laughs> so the, confusing. That's, that's the idea at an Intel developer conference is to show off technology, not necessarily design, right? Right. right. So this is probably just showing off, hey, here's mm-hmm. our latest technology and here's what it can do. This probably isn't the origami, this yeah. picture we're seeing. This is just a demonstration of Intel's portion of the origami okay. project. Of that's what my, they could do with I a hope mini not, tablet. It's ugly. That's my reading of the tea leaves. It's here. also, though, pretty weird. It's uh, ugly. What's weird about it? Just that it's ugly? No, the planning, the marketing planning is really weird. It's weird that they would be showing off this little device like three days before Microsoft supposedly is going to have their big origami announcement. It's just the, it's like, what are, what do you guys do? Well, I think we've established it's that Microsoft nonstop with the confusion. still learning about the whole suspense and announce thing. Intel marketing director Brad Graff says that the first devices have a seven inch touchscreen. I mean, he's talking about it like it's going to be a shipping product. Seven inch touchscreen, standard x86 processors can run full versions of desktop operating systems, including the Windows XP variant being used for origami. And that um, the first generation will likely have about three hours of battery life. <laughs> Boo. Is it three? Uh, <laughs> wait, three hours of battery life? Trace, trace hours. That's well, there's awful. some other yeah. rumors floating around that Microsoft wanted to have an all day battery, uh, right. but they couldn't get that working. But they, they hope to have that working in like six months to a year. It could be yeah. worse. It could be running on D batteries. That's true. Does it, it have a USB port for Molly's uh, music player? For my dockable flash MP3 player? Like mm-hmm. the shuffle? <laughs> No, mine has a screen. <laughs> um, I it also they showed off other prototypes, including models with smaller screens and a swivel out keyboard. Although the prototypes are working, they get only about fifteen minutes of battery life. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. Great. So I don't know. Maybe then on what's today? Tuesday on Thursday, then we'll see the same thing, and then they'll be like, "This is origami." We'll see. A, and they'll be like, like, we know. We'll see a cooler looking version of it. Yeah. I, I it's got to be cooler have, I almost looking. have to it's guarantee. Maybe origami is not just the device, too. Maybe it's like the Intel Core Duo, you know, when the, it's the name for all of the, like Yona, it's the name for the whole oh, yeah. platform. Interesting. Oh, right. Uh, another uh, cell phone TV service is launching, despite the fact that we told them just the other day that nobody <laughs> wants to do this. But Singular has launched a new mobile TV service. It'll have 18 different channels, including selections from shows airing on Cartoon Network, NBC, and ESPN. Offer short news clips from Fox News, and HBO will offer clips of The Sopranos and other shows that they run. So, yeah. And also, one thing of note is that they now have an unlimited 3G data package for $19.99 a month. That ain't bad. Which is pretty low, because I think the other lowest is Sprint, which is 15 Does Singular lock out all their uh, phones? So you can't use them as modems? Yeah, probably. Don't they all? I don't know. You know, know I think do. those people who all said that do they, they don't want to watch. No, I don't know. Because that's that's key, man. 20 bucks a month. For unlimited. But, well, yeah. Get a 3G phone and then use it as a modem. I, th- I I sincerely believe that almost everyone blacks that out to do some degree. Do you know? Do you? You are. 
<laughs> Didn't we have that as a weekend project or an insider secret or something? We did, it, yes, we did modem. it. But you have to have a phone that doesn't lock out your Bluetooth. Well, then if everything, okay. Right. Well, then if if, it's, if they're all locked, then I guess it doesn't really matter anymore, does but it? But I don't know if they're all locked. Oh, so there is some chance that that as a corollary, you could also get three G service. That's right. more. That's cooler to me than actually watching that is video cool. on my, Although, <laughs> my cell phone. I think that those people who all said they don't want to watch TV on their cell phones don't know yet that they actually kind of do. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I don't. <laughs> Yeah, no. I think that video on mobile devices is kind of the future. It's just that it's a little bit narrow to say, do you want to watch television on your cell phone? Which no, because my cell phone has a really small screen and yeah. I don't want to watch an hour long show. But that's not quite the same question as, do you want video on your mobile devices? Well, yeah, okay, that's if, what we talked about. I think trailers, news clips, things like that. Do maybe, I want to watch yeah. video on my LG VX6000? No. Right. Would I want to watch video on the MDA? Maybe. Mm-hmm. TV? Maybe. See, suddenly you're not in the 70%. Right, you're in the 30%. Maybe. <laughs> you I think, are. I think this next, you story, are too. this next story is even cooler, which is a Verizon uh, announcing that they might do it. Is it might do or have struck? They have struck a deal with TiVo to uh, allow you to program your TiVo from your phone. I yes. love this. Awesome. So, love it. So, awesome. Now, so now forget all of these channels. Forget Vcast. Program your TiVo from your phone. Run Slingbox. <laughs> you have access to your entire home television system wow. right there from your phone. Wow, wow. That sounds fun. See, I'm, I'm into that. That's hot. And I have Verizon, so I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah, I don't have and it. And I have I a TiVo. It. Well, it's shipping today. Although you probably could um only program TiVo TiVos, huh? Like standalone ones? Well, probably not DirecTV TiVo, since everyone, including TiVo, apparently hates that box because DirecTV is <laughs> discontinuing it and TiVo won't upgrade it. And it's just a So mess. sad. Anyway, that that is awesome. Um, some updates, quick, very quick updates on the OS 10 security challenge. Um, we, we got about a billion notes about this, but it sounds like the security challenge was not so much a challenge as I yeah, understand one, it. One thing we miss was, one thing we missed was that the box was opened up with SSH and actually allowed you to create your own accounts locally and then hack it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a normal Apple would be on the network if you just bought it, took it home, right. and put it on. Is that right, Veronica? Is yeah. that correct to characterize it that way? Mm-hmm. So stuff it's stuff that you would have had to manually and deliberately disable in right, order like to I, make it less secure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure like the SSH, like I think there's on, in the in the GUI for, for OS ten you can disable that, but I think it comes enabled automatically. So mm-hmm. you'd have to actually go in and check a box and say like open this. Right. So, so the, making it more vulnerable. So you, but the just to remind you, this is the story we talked about yesterday in which OS ten was an un un unprotected OS 10 machine was hacked in less than 30 minutes. The right. University of Wisconsin is running their own test where they have a Mac mini running OS 10 10.4.5 with security update. Two local accounts has SSH and HTTP open, which is a lot more than most OS 10 machines would have. And they're, they say they're going, go after it again. Right. According to Slashdot. Go get it. Go get it. So we'll, uh, we will, of course, let you know immediately. You know, (laughs) I would do this, except I'm too busy playing with my browser with 100 extensions. Love it. Splasho.com has installed 100 of the most popular extensions to Firefox. And, you know... It looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is something that's not so great to talk about on a podcast because you really have to not. see it. <laughs> I just, it's just insane. The super browser. Yeah, the, the toolbar. Tool <laughs> They're alone. <laughs> is like six inches tall. 
And he even, the oh, best part, awesome. is he, he put the whole scroll tab, like if you right click, mm-hmm. he put the whole scroll tab up so you can actually scroll all the way down through all his options and yeah. get what he writes. It's really right great to yeah. look at. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's really, really funny. Uh, love it. Anyway, very clever. Check it out. Splasho.com. Hey, uh, Molly, have you figured out what music player you're going to buy? Because Creative just lowered the price on the Zen Vision M. Ugh. Okay, this is killing me. And actually, it's really funny because I was talking to my friend on BART this morning, just this morning, being like, you know what? I think I'm just going to bite the bullet, get the iPod video. But then Creative now says they lowered the price on the Zen Vision M. However, this does not do it for me because they basically well, made they the Creative They lowered it from Zen what? 330 to from 300? From 330 to 300. So they made it the same price as the 30 gig iPod video. Yeah, Aww. genius. Maybe you should have done that in the first place. Yeah. You know what they didn't do? Announce a 60 gig version or announce Audible compatibility or announce Mac compatibility. Or release one in orange. So this isn't that big a deal <laughs> for you. It's only 30 bucks. It's not at all. It doesn't all. really change the playing If anything, I think it kind of pushes me a little more toward the video. Really? Uh, really? Hmm. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. Come to the dark side. It's just too fat. It's too, it's so wide. I'm worried about that at the gym. Does anybody out there use an iPod video at the gym? If you <laughs> do, will you tell me? It's fat wide and you're worried about that at the gym. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, let's take a call now. Alex and Peter can't hear us right now. It'll be days, days before they hear their own voicemail played on the podcast. You'll find out why here. Hi, this is Alex Bird, Peter Somerville in uh, Seattle. We just are calling to say hi because we're on this thing called the Seattle Challenge where basically we live on the streets and live in shelters for three days, so we can't listen to Buzz Out Loud. And it's really sad, but we're at a payphone, and we're calling you to say that we're really missing it. And we are going to go to the library, but then our uh, chaperone went less to the library, and it sort of sucks, but we'll listen to Buzz Out Loud when we get back on Wednesday night. Yeah! Oh, that seems wrong. Dedicated. It does, because if you actually are homeless and living on the streets... You go, go to the, the library. library. You go to the library. That's the, one of the biggest users of library computers. I know. Shy. So I really, I would love to have more information on this. Like this sounds really, challenge. really interesting. I have heard of similar challenges where people, where young kids, young kids, kids, kids yeah. of the youth of today, <laughs> old kids like us, and live on <laughs> go kids. and basically you know live on the streets like homeless people did to basically have more compassion. And people and kids are making like field trips to soup kitchens and stuff these days. They let them use a, a, a pay phone. I know. Can't they go to the library? Yeah, where are they going to get the if, money? You know, and he found out why. Did they They're have like, to? No, you're not going to listen to a podcast. If you're going to go look for a job, <laughs> yes, you can go to That's the library. True. You're not going to listen to Buzz Out Loud. Chuck from Maryland has some comments for me on origami. Hey, Tom, Molly, and of course, Veronica. Not sure this is going to be very funny, but uh, just an interesting thought on the Microsoft origami, since Molly is so hot on it having a uh, cell phone capability. So many of the manufacturers now are shipping their notebooks with uh, either Edge devices or the new, um, uh, the, oh, whatever Verizon calls their network. I can't believe that Microsoft would send this product out on the market, uh, assumingly made by Samsung, without such devices already in it. And, of course, then if it has Bluetooth, all you need is a headset and you have a cell phone. Think about it. Scary. Well, Chuck, I think you're misunderstanding what those edge devices um, do. They're basically cellular cards that let you get internet access, so they're data only. It would be cool if Microsoft did include this, though, because then you could do VoIP, yeah, potentially. Yeah, I even mean, even if you didn't have a Wi-Fi hotspot, right? So with, either with this or with Wi-Fi, you could make VoIP calls. Although the since these are telcos providing you the service, they'll probably block all VoIP. Good point. Most likely they will. <laughs> and most likely this will have Bluetooth built in. But I, I mean, I think it should just maybe be a more built out calling functionality with, for example, software with touchscreen dialing. Do, 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 just like my trio. Charlie Craig calling in to respond to the email we read from the father angry about MySpace. 
Hey, it's Charlie Craig in LA. How you guys doing? I just wanted to say how tired I am of parents blaming their own deficiencies on groups like MySpace, sites like MySpace and Friendster. I mean, I understand, you know, you need to be watchful of what your kids are looking at. I got a kid in high school. I have a kid in middle school. When uh, my older boy was in fourth grade, I did a little survey of the other kids in his class. Half of those fourth graders already had their own TV sets in their rooms. By the time they were in fifth grade, they all had their own cell phones, and they had their own computers, and those were excuses. Those were tools used by the parents to keep the kids, you know, quiet and satisfied because the parents either didn't want to stand up to the kids or, you know, they didn't have enough time to deal with their kids because both parents are working. Either way, if you're troubled by what your kid is doing on the Internet, I don't understand why you don't just block those sites or really talk to them about it or, you know, maybe not give them a computer uh, to while away their idle time in their rooms by themselves. It's up to these parents. It's not up to MySpace or Friendster. Okay, Andrea, thanks. Bye. Mm. Booyah. There you go. I don't think we have to add anything. No. Uh, email from Mike D. in Columbus, Ohio. Loves the show. Uh, and was wondering, though, NBC makes their Natalie Portman clip available for free on their site. People post the same clip, which is NBC's property, to YouTube, thus depriving NBC of the ad revenue they'd get if people were to get the clip from the NBC site. Mm -hmm. So NBC asked for the offending clips to be removed. How does that make them the bad guy? Would CNET be comfortable with YouTube hosting the buzz report and taking ad revenue away from us? Noah, here... Sorry, not Noah, Mike. I, I skipped to the next email by accident. Mike, here's what we want NBC to do. Make it available as a download. That's what they haven't done. And if they and and yes, we make the buzz report, for example, available as a download so that it's something that you can subscribe to from iTunes or from wherever, whatever, you know, video podcast aggregator, and then own it. So if it showed up on YouTube, yes, because we make it available for distribution. And that's what we think NBC should do. And yes, they will indeed lo lose a little bit of ad revenue as a result. However, at some time, at some point, you have to be willing to put something out there as a loss leader, as a way to build buzz, if you will, about your product. And for and Lazy Sunday was invaluable. I mean, people people who have not watched Saturday Night Live in years are now watching it or taping it or TiVoing it just to see if there's going to be that something something even remotely that funny mm -hmm. again. And so they're the bad guy because they're trying to lock this content to their own site. I think what I was saying was not just that, you know, they're the bad guy, but that they're not thinking this through. Right. That they, they should play it a little better. What they did with Lazy Sunday, where they let it just go and they put it on iTunes for free after a while, and then they started charging for it and locked it in, is Man. smarter, even if it's lame in some other ways, than what they're doing now, which is trying to squash something that's actually really viral and huge. Right. And so. could be good for them. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. It could be good for them and they won't let it out. Uh, email from Noah, the actual email from Noah. Uh, Tom? Yes. Tom mentioned Microsoft was going to get in the CrackBerry competition. Tom, how silly. Microsoft is a software company. They would never <laughs> develop hardware. Microsoft keyboard mouse, Microsoft Xbox. Budding. Hardware. Andy G wrote in, said, Pearl Jam is giving away a non-DRM MP3 of their upcoming album. That's the kind of thing we're talking about. Yeah. Give it away. Don't DRM it. Just let people have it. And now people actually are thinking of Pearl Jam again, which they haven't Wait, in years, they still probably. Exist? Yeah. yeah, they do. And now you Eddie know. Almost and died if you recently. listen to the MP3 what? and enjoy it. Kayaking accident. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. No, if you <laughs> sorry, listen Tom. to the MP3 and enjoy it, then you might actually buy a Pearl Jam. Album. Yeah. And then what happens? You buy 
11 more songs. And that's exactly the point about the NBC video release that one. And suddenly people watch all the ads in the entire Saturday Night Live show instead of the one little ad that's attached to the one little video on the NBC site. You know, I, I watched Walk the Line on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Was dying for some Johnny Cash music. I went to Audio Lunchbox, bought undrm'd MP3s of like 30 songs. If they'd had more, I would have bought more. Yep, totally. We but, will pay. If you want to keep abreast of the rest of the day's news, check out our sister site at news.com for updates throughout the day on what's happening in the tech world. And hey, how can they get the links, Molly, the, to all the stuff that we talk about here? Hey, you show? know what you can do is you could get it come right to you in your email. Really? Subscribe to the Buzz Out Loud that newsletter. That electronic mail thing? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Electronic, <laughs> your electronic mail. mail. The way I said that, there was actually a hyphen between the E and the M. I knew it. Um, yeah, go to podcast.cnet.com. Look for the word newsletter in our little Buzz Out Loud description because it's kind of hard to spot because we don't underline links here at CNET, which I personally find somewhat annoying. Click on it and you can subscribe to our daily show notes newsletter, which includes transcripts. Not exact transcripts, <laughs> but transcripts, sort of no. like uh, summaries of the phone calls. We work hard on this newsletter, by the way, <laughs> so work, you should subscribe. We do. We summaries hard. of the phone calls. Not for transcripts, but yeah. Paraphrases of the pseudo transcripts mm-hmm. of the phone calls. All the links and the emails that have been featured in today's show. Do it. And a picture. <laughs> I will, we'll wait. Go do it right now. <laughs> uh, you can also email us, buzz at cnet.com. Call us 1-800-616-CNET. Leave us a short voicemail. And you can even participate in the forums if you have something longer to say. Forums.cnet.com. Just look for the Buzz Out Loud Lounge. It's that easy. And we'll see you there. Bye. 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 I love DRM. I love it. There's never been a better idea than digital rights management. Google doesn't have enough projects. (laughs) AOL is like a better internet. I'm 